still playing. Still playing. Still Welcome to uh, today's episode of Deucing the Numbers. I am your host, Joshua Tracy. And I am Corwin Heller. And in case you couldn't tell, based on us talking very briefly about Leonard Williams there, we are talking about the NFL again today. We uh, released our episode on the NFL cheerleaders on Thursday. Great episode. Great episode. Really important work being done here on my couch. Uh, but... Today, we are going to be talking about just hit or misses from the 2012 NFL Draft. This is something I kind of want to turn into a, a series almost. Uh, we'll see how well this actually goes. But I just think it would be really cool to look back at past draft classes and really break down how many of these guys actually hit and become good players, you know, six, seven years later. Um, obviously, you know, we're going to have to shorten that time frame or lengthen it depending on what year we do. Um, I usually try to do at least three years after, but I think it'd be pretty cool to see what the hit rate is on prospects coming into uh, the NFL. And I like making snarky comments when I don't have to lead the, uh, the discussion. So here we are. Um, before we get too invested in what we're talking about, here is an ad from our friends over at sports trebuchet do you like to talk about sports do you like podcasts do you like talking about professional wrestling do you like medieval weaponry then check us out at sports trebuchet on twitter or listen to us sports trebuchet on itunes google spotify or anywhere you listen and we have returned from that advertisement uh before we get started corwin so the Jets, yes, feel the need to hurt me. Yes, and they fired Mike McCagnan on I guess what was Wednesday, right? Today's Thursday, so yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, well, this shit gets gonna get dropped. On yeah, that. but yeah. Uh, anyway, why? Supposedly, it's just because they had a fight with Adam Gase and they didn't agree with how things should be run, and of course, you know general managers kind of teetering on the edge who had some misses even though he had a lot of hits too. lose out to a coach that underperformed he just hired yeah that McCagnan that's helped hire that's not a it's not like they hired Bill Belichick or Pete Carroll or like a really great coach they hired Adam, Adam Gase, Gase who failed in Miami and now they bring in to And said the one Jets. of the reasons he failed was that he had too much control over the players. And then they made him interim GM. Well, I feel like that's only going to be for like the next two or three days until they actually finalize the next guy who comes in. This is what I was saying to a coworker is that if they're doing this now, then that they need to have someone that they had already like low-key talked to or at least had picked out. Mm-hmm. Because like if we don't hear anything with it, I'm going to give them, I'm being generous, I'm going to give them like two weeks. Um, I don't think it'll take that long. I hope it sh- fucking shouldn't, um, but that's how long I'm going to give them. But, like, fuck, it, it's just annoying because it can be justified away. You know, I, 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 I've I been hearing a lot of people who say, like, well, sometimes it's better to fire your GM after the draft because they spend all, all year prepping for it and they have their scouting reports and they don't have to come in with, like, two months to prep. And, man, I mean, I, I... I I don't. I'm not super invested in that part of the whole uh, dichotomy of of the NFL, so I can't, I guess, debunk that. But I, I don't exactly feel on board with it either. So 
I, I get that, but I was enjoying a hot moment where the Jets weren't the focal point of hot shit in the in the in, in New York football. There was there was just oh, as much as I I'm a, I'm a, accustomed to it. There was a nice satisfaction over being not even like the sparkling franchise, just not the shitty one. Right. And here we are. We fired our GM, our VP of player uh, um, personnel. Thank you. Uh, basically, this guy who handled our cap, who apparently does a great job. I've never had any complaints with the way he's done that shit. And the timing's just so fucking bizarre. It is weird. It's never great to see something happen immediately after the draft. Usually that comes from them making this decision before the draft, but don't want to fuck up the draft, so they wait until they complete that. That usually leads into... The next guy that comes in, not liking the players that the previous guy drafted because that's not his players, and there's a lot of turnaround. Uh, we've already seen that with Darren Lee getting shipped off. Which, that, that's that been talked about happening right. for a while now, and I some Jazz fans are pissy that we got a sixth instead of a fifth, and it's like, I, I, I guys, I mean, it'll all be okay. Yeah, I'm sad-ish because I liked to see Darren Lee progress, which I believe he did, but he also narrowly avoided a suspension two years ago for a confrontation with a woman at a festival and then got a PED suspension for the last four weeks of the season. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with him not being on the team anymore. Yeah, um, it's it sucks that you invested into a guy like that and it just didn't really work out. It's not like he imploded and no. it was a major bust. It's just it didn't work out, and you'd like to see a little bit more return for a player like that who's still young, but that's just not the way the NFL works. I'm just wondering how much credit or discredit McCagden's going to get now that he's gone. Like, if the Jets like really have a great season, do you go? Is it like do they, do they, do they treat him the way that Browns fans treated Sashi Brown? I hope not. Why? Can you repeat the question? Because I feel like I heard it wrong, the way you looked at me. Tell me how you feel like you heard it. I'm curious. Do you think the Jets fans are going to treat him the way the Browns fans treated Sashi Brown? Yeah. Okay, that was right? Yeah. I don't think they will because Sashi Brown kind of really fucked it when it came to drafting and had no idea what he was doing where at least McCagnan was able to get very good players and always had a sound strategy that big picture worked out well um he wasn't perfect nobody is except for Bill Belichick um and Andy Reid and Andy well yeah that, Andy that, Reid that that walrus gigantic man he's yeah. a walrus but I was gonna say pumpkin but yeah walrus yeah. Is the tomato. mustache the mustache makes him a the walrus. mustache is very walrus ass yeah but anyway no I don't I don't think uh, he's gonna be such a what's the word not it's a martyr. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of Browns fans that really hate Saucy Brown and others that love him for being able to grab all these picks. I think the difference is if he was able to get all those picks and do something with them, it'd be different. True. Um, But McCagnon was... The difference between them was McCagnon was able to actually get real players. 
I had also heard, and we we can close on this and then just move on, that one of the uh, the things that had been a catalyst to the McCagnan firing was that Jets' uh, top brass was upset with the way uh, he used the third overall pick. Which year? Uh, this year? Yeah. And I'm not sure I get that at all because, like, yeah, he could have traded down, and I get that some people might have wanted him to do that, but it's not like it's not like he stood up there and took Daniel fucking Jones. No, he took the best player on the board by far. Yeah, and uh, and I get that the Jets have like seemingly drafted a defensive lineman in the every first year. two rounds every fucking year of their entire existence, but. I mean, fuck, we're transferring to a different style of defense that basically requires it. Mm-hmm. And in theory, he just saved us a fuck ton of money doing that. Yeah, I don't So I, I don't, don't get it. My, I guess my problem with that is just that the Johnsons are shitty owners. I like Chris more than I like Woody, but Chris is still a shitty owner. Um, I don't know them personally. The, you ever hear of the company Johnson & Johnson? Them? Yeah, you ever heard of them being a... Friendly, reputable company? No. Yeah, they're not. Um, they're <laughs> shitty guys. But especially, like, can we just hire a GM and a coach at the same time and fire both at the same time? Why must it be so fucking disjointed? Because they they hired Todd Bowles on an independent search thing. They didn't, and then they hired, I forget what the order, one of the, they hired McCagan first or second, but, like, the, the, the searches for those two dudes were completely unrelated. And then Todd Bowles didn't report to McCagnan. He reported straight to Chris Johnson, whereas McCagnan had... N- and so McCagnan had no control over Todd Bowles. And they fired Todd Bowles, and they let McCagnan pick out his coach and go, all right, well, he should have picked out his coach when he fucking started, so this is good. This is at least the right chain of command. And then they <laughs> then they fire McCagnan and give Gase GM ship and say that he's going to be active in searching for his new boss? It's just so fucked, and I'm just sick of it. But let's move on, because right, there's nothing it. else to say. So tell me your thing. Where would you like to start? Fucking pick one, I guess. Oh, would just like jump right on into it. I mean, I mean, sure. Yeah, unless you had a better strategy. Not really. Um, so basically, we're just going to go through these twenty. 20- so basically, we're just going to hop right in, uh, go through this pick by pick. It's not really going to be whether these guys busted or not, but whether or not they were a hit or a miss. Basically, if these teams got the value they needed to from their first round pick, where they picked them. Um, so first off, Andrew Luck. I don't think this one's up for debate. He's one of the best players in the NFL right now, top five quarterback. He had his injury issues, but you know what? I think the Colts can live with that. And I think the Colts are mostly to blame for that. Also true. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is a solid Mike Tyson style hit. Yeah, uh, I don't want to like jump into like all the stats and all these guys. No, we don't need to. Um, just because that would take fucking forever. So we're just gonna move right along. Also, no if you're if you're listening Luck. to this and you're unfamiliar with the NFL for the past six years, Andrew Luck, quarterback, Indianapolis Colts. Right. We actually probably should say that because it's going to yeah, get I know, less clear. I think of it because right. I, we're going to get to players whose names I don't know. Right. And it'll be important for me. Exactly. You don't think of it because you know fucking everything about this. Unfortunately. 
Yeah, you're like the Wade Boggs hitting coach. Really um, good and terrible as a coach. Or I like to think of myself more of Rain Man because that means I'm probably somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah, okay, sure. So give me the next one there, pal. <laughs> All right. Robert Griffin the third quarterback out of Baylor to Washington at number two. We don't need to know what college they went to. I just have a hard time saying it without it. Um, he missed. This is a major miss, uh, especially considering everything Washington traded away to be able to pick him here. He had his one rookie of the year season and has done nothing since. Now let me ask you this, because I was thinking about this when we saw Luck, because like you know, like you said, that was a shoe in. Mm-hmm. If the Redskins won the Super Bowl his rookie year, and then everything else played out exactly the same, where he just kind of collapsed, would you say it hit or miss? I would still say a miss. I'd say hit. I feel like coming from someone who's the fan of a team who's had that history of Super Bowl success, I'd rather... I don't want to draft a player first overall and trade away like six other picks for one win and then never have that, never have the opportunity to do so again following that. It's, I'd rather have consistent 10, 11, 12 win seasons making it to the playoffs every time, always being in contention for the playoffs. You see, that's the difference is that you know that the Steelers are a well run franchise that will do that. The Redskins right. haven't Aren't. been to the Bowls since '92. It's I don't know what year they went. But I believe '92 was the time. last time they won, and I, so I think pretty much for any organization that's not the Pittsburgh Steelers or the New England Patriots in this current um, very dark timeline where they've been good forever and show no signs of stopping, although I'm sure they will eventually. Um, I think most teams would take. A one-off, random-ass Super Bowl win. Like, when the Royals won the World Series in 2015. Right. They had... they First off, they didn't expect it, even mm-hmm. though they just went the year previous, which was a shock to begin with the first time. The fact they got back the second year was insane. The fact they won it was bullshit. <laughs> I loved it. It was amazing. Fuck the Mets. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I, I was so conflicted because I was like, on the one hand, let's go New York. I'm a Yankees fan, but like, I'll root for the Mets. Uh, but on the other hand, like, the Royals, like, fuck it, yeah, let's go. Uh, anyway. When are they going to be back here? But that's the thing, is that fans fucking knew that. Fans knew that they weren't going to have sustained success because you can't pay these guys. Mm-hmm. All those big-name players are on different teams now. And they're going to come cr- back crashing back down, but they got to go to the game, and they fucking won the series. Mm-hmm. And I think a Skins fan would take that. I don't blame them. Yeah, I th- and, and that's I definitely why- wouldn't blame someone for wanting to say he's a hit if they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, but I get what you're saying about long-term success, but I think right. if the ultimate goal is to assemble a team that wins the Super Bowl, I'm going to call that a hit, even though it's exceedingly short-term. But let's be real here. They didn't win the Super Bowl. No, no, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and the hypothetical <laughs> yeah. where he does, I think I'd call that a hit. Fair enough. Um, yeah, he's they, still a miss. Yeah, in, and in they the gave up world. way too much to ever justify that. Moving on, number three, Cleveland drafted Trent Richardson, running back at Alabama. At the time, he was considered a can't-miss prospect because he was so good at Alabama, he could never bust in the NFL. He busted in the AAFL or the AFL this year. AAF? AAF. AAF this year. He was not good. He has never been good. This is a major bust. 
I forgot he was in the NFL. Yeah, it's uh, rough. Yeah, if we're being perfectly honest The here. only redeeming quality of this is they immediately traded him to the Indianapolis Colts for a first-round pick. They did? Yeah, I don't, like I don't, a year see, or two I after. I literally forgot he was in the NFL and his entire history. But anyway. He got traded after his... Uh, he got traded in the middle of his second year. Holy shit. He only played three seasons, and that was it. Really? Yeah. He got traded in the middle of 2013, week three, and then played one, well, I guess almost two full seasons for Indianapolis, and that was it. He was done after that. Oh, well. Never never topped 1,000 yards. It was actually kind of decent his rookie year, but oh, well. Moving on. Uh, number four, Minnesota picked offensive tackle Matt Khalil. It's actually Khalil Matt. It uh, it is you know yeah who knew uh, this one's a hit he started every game he played for Minnesota uh, before getting injured uh, played for the Panthers last year and then just signed a deal with the Texans this year again it's one of those things where it's not continued long term success because they didn't pick up his option and hold on to him but an offensive tackle that can start a lot of games for you and not be a complete bust. I'm going to say he's still a hit. Um, I mean, you would like to see something a little more after you're out of your fourth overall pick, but that's just the way it is. I have no idea who this is, so I have no opinion on him. The tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Tackles don't get a big reputation, you know? Yeah. Is what it is. Moving on. Jacksonville Jaguars selected wide receiver, Justin Blackman. Brother of uh, Charlie Blackman, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same, same dude. Yeah. Um, who plays outfield? I've actually. Like Colorado Rockies. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. <laughs> Justin Blackman. I was about to go into a real deep story about how he battled drug addiction and alcohol abuse his entire career. Couldn't beat it, and then is now living by himself on the verge of field. you know. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I've read Center's way too much. a lonely <laughs> place. <laughs> I quit. I'm done with this podcast. I'm out of here. Oh, finally. It took you long enough. <laughs> um, it's a shame because Justin Blackman was fantastic on the field. Just couldn't. I, you're laughing because I know exactly what you're thinking of. You fuck. When you said it's a shame, I was going to say that he never won Golden Glove. <laughs> like, I fucking this, hate you. I know. I'm sorry. Just I fucking move on. hate you so much. <laughs> He could have been so great, but addiction is a bitch, and it's a hard thing to fight, and it just never worked out. Flash. Yeah. Moving on, Morris Claiborne. What, for what, what draft was Josh Gordon taken then? Uh, 2011. Oh, before this. Okay. All right, anyway. Actually, I'm going to look that up. Uh, we have more, well, he's doing that. Morris Claiborne, defensive back, uh, drafted by Dallas with the sixth overall pick. He's currently, I think, still a free agent, although he's played the last two seasons with the New York Jets as our uh, CB2. He was in the 2012 supplemental draft. Ah. So we could actually talk about the supplemental draft after this. Oh, can we? Yeah, we can, because that's something I would get excited for, and you probably don't know what it is. I know what the supplemental draft is. Okay. I've watched documentaries. What documentary covers the supplemental draft? Uh, the one on on Boz. Uh, Brian Bosworth. Yeah, yeah. Because he Fair got enough. taken in the supplemental draft. Yeah. Fair enough. So look my nuts, bitch. Okay, I will. They're probably very salty. 
So, as a Jets <laughs> fan, <laughs> tell me, would you consider Morris Claiborne a hit? Uh, for the Cowboys, no, since they released him. I think he's been a very good player. I oh, I think he's been a good, reliable, starting cornerback. Uh, I know he, he had health issues with Dallas, which is why I believe they did not continue to have him on their team. And he's had some health issues with the Jets, but when he's been on the field, he's been reliable. He doesn't take a lot of penalties. Um, he's good in coverage. I think he's been a successful player. But if we're talking about this from the draft, uh, then I'd have to say it's a miss. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, in five years with Dallas, he only played in 43 games. I'm sorry, 47 games. In two years with the Jets, he's already started 30 um, he just could never stay healthy or be on the field for Dallas. Um, and with the pick this high, it's got to be a miss. Uh, moving on, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Mark Barron, who was a safety coming out of Alabama, um, but got converted to linebacker. And he hasn't been an all-star. Um, that's a wrong sport. He hasn't been an all-pro, hasn't been a crazy successful um but he's been productive um he's you know he's had a decent amount of where am i going with this he's had a decent amount of success he hasn't been fantastic but at six overall it's got to be a mess i am so confused by the way that pro football reference abbreviates tampa bay buccaneers as t-a-m why isn't it t-b-b like they they abbreviate the tampa bay rays as t-b-r why because would they change this? They just have it. TBB, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because they don't do that. They do abbreviations of the city, not the actual team name. No, that's what, but I know, but like typically when when the city is name, 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 like New York Jets or New York Giants or um, Los Angeles Rams or Los Angeles Chargers, they'll do first letter of the of the first word. First letter of the second word, and then first letter of the team name. What do all of those teams have in common? They all share that city share with another city. team. So that's the reason why they have to I do bet, that. I bet if we look at New Orleans Saints, it'll be uh, N-O something. So. Where are you, New Orleans? Show yourself to me. I actually don't know where they drafted in this draft. Did they have a draft? They have to have them somewhere. New England, San Diego, St. Louis, Green Bay, Atlanta. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They abbreviate New England as N-W-E? Yeah. What the fuck is that? That's awful. Yeah. I think it's just so that it's not a word. New Orleans is N-O-R. All right. New Orleans. The way, but that, but that, but that contradicts the way they're doing New England because they did New England I think first they just letter. don't want to have, to have it be an actual word. But, would be but my guess. It would be NEP. NEP isn't a word. New England Patriots. NEP. New England. But like you're like you're thinking. First letter of first word. First letter of second word in the where it is, and then first letter of the team name. Yeah. They don't do that for anything unless they share a city. For everything else, it's just an abbreviation of the actual city or area that it is. I don't like that. I think they're wrong for doing it. Also, I don't think, I don't think it matters in any way. They because you know exactly what New England was when you looked at it. No, I actually had to scroll over it. I legit had to scroll over it. 
Also, the the abbreviation for the San Diego Chargers is SDG, and that's that's absolutely abysmal. We need we need to write letters. Where else would San Diego be? G S D G. They put a G in S D C. San Diego Chargers. They don't share it with another team. No, I get that. I understand that that is the reason that they are doing it. I'm saying that that is silly and dumb. So you just would rather there not be any consistency between all the names? I'd say that there should be consistency with the names. They should use the first letter of the team name like they do for the teams that share a city. So what would you do for the Miami Dolphins? MD? Uh, I'd probably do M... No, Miami Miami. I probably actually would just keep as... No, sorry. The, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase because you're right. Two named cities. Bitch, I know. Two named cities and team, I think, should be the first letter of the first word, second letter of the second, first letter of the second word, and then then first letter of the team name. I think we need to call up the, a representative from Pro Football Reference and interview them about why their site is absolute garbage and we would never use it ever again. It just feels so inconsistent. Like, what's Green Bay's? It's GNB. That's just goofy. It's just Green goofy. Bay. But why not just do GBP, Green Bay Packers? They're pulling these letters out of such weird places. I think I would rather go to a dentist than have this argument over something so pointless. This is all we have to talk about today. We have like 30 other picks to talk about. There's no need to shout. Uh. Where is... Oh, the San Francisco one's fucking stupid too. All right, we're, we're moving on. Let's, uh, yeah. You killed me. Yeah, so Mark Barron played football. Uh, apparently, he still does. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Miss. Yeah, yeah, he was, a, he, he was, past tense, quarterback yeah. for Miami? He plays for Tennessee now. Oh, he does? That's yeah. funny. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> Luke Keekley, linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Continue with, with, is it a hit or a miss? Luke Keekley is a hit. Yeah, that's a strong hit. That's Consistent all-pro year, year to year. He's a hit. Stephon Gilmore. Uh, for Buffalo, miss. I would say it's a miss. For the for Patriots. The Patriots <laughs> <laughs> a hit. I actually didn't agree with the trade even at the time. I thought he was a better player than that. The Patriots proved he was, um, but... Buffalo just Are you going to tell me you think it. Buffalo's coaching isn't up to snuff? Because I'm not sure I'm going to believe hmm, you. <laughs> who would have thunk it? Uh, Dentari Poe, defensive tackle for Kansas City with the 11th overall pick. I would By the way, actually, this abbreviation should be <laughs> KCC. I will fucking kill you. Um, I'm actually going to say Kansas abbreviation. There was Missouri. a hit. Um, I'd say he's a hit. Yeah, I mean, he, play, he started... I'm sorry, he played all but two games for Kansas City, two-time Pro Bowler for them. Um, they picked up his fifth-year option and started uh, every single one of those games. He was a productive guy. Um, he was a hit. Uh, he's still one of those players that hasn't always lived up to potential, but I would still argue that he is a, a hit. And he has a passing touchdown. And two running touchdowns, which, by the way, his two running touchdowns is one-third of the total amount of rushing touchdowns as uh, Ryan Tannehill. Yikes. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's not good at 
running. Anyway, Fletcher actually, Cox, defensive tackle, Philadelphia. You say that, but the man was a wide receiver in college. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, he definitely has the athleticism to run. He definitely went to a college that required him to play wide receiver. <laughs> Texas A&M? Yeah. I mean, they had Johnny Manziel. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Johnny Manziel was a better college quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I won't argue with that. Yeah, all right. We can move on. This is this is going to lead nowhere. Why are you taking the things I'm saying seriously? Because I don't know when you're joking or not. Look at me. I didn't know where he went to college. <laughs> I don't know any of this. I said at the beginning, I'm here to make snarky comments about things I don't know about. About fucking abbreviation for team names. This is all I had to contribute today. I'm uh, talking about baseball or the Jets. <laughs> Fletcher Cox. Hit. He's really good at what he does. I agree. Michael Floyd, wide receiver for Arizona. Huge miss. Colossal miss. Another case of alcoholism taking a man yes. down. Yes, yes, yes. Real shame. Michael Brock. <laughs> Michael yeah. Brockers? Yeah. Oh, man. That he has like 20 career sacks insult. as a defensive end playing in Seattle the year they won. Uh, I mean, granted, he ain't got a ton of playing time early on because Seattle was pretty fucking good at defense at this time. But, um, yeah, he wasn't fantastic ah that's okay uh, I'm, I'm sorry that was st louis the next guy is seattle yeah bruce Irvin. brockers you have n- no reason to fail and you still did bruce Irvin hit yeah he's pretty fucking good uh the next guy i forgot played for the jets because <laughs> yeah, i'm not, not sure he ever actually did he's um, not great quentin Coble's defensive end picks number 16 from the new york jets yeah that's him no, he actually played 62 games, Oh, but only started 32 of those. I just have no I have no recollection of him actually playing for us. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, no, I, I knew he did. I just don't have any memories of him doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, I, so. I, don't, I don't remember any games where I was like, there's Quentin Copels. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and as a Jets fan, if you're saying that, then he was most definitely a miss. He was a, not only was he a miss, he was a miss for some very bad teams. Like where you could have been like, yeah. "Hey, look, it's Quentin Copels," and uh, I don't remember him much. Fair enough. Who's up next? Drake or Patrick? He's a miss. I have uh, I have no idea who this is. Yeah, I mean he started for Cincinnati. Oh, he plays in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean That's he started for them pretty much his entire career. Still plays for them. He's just never really been great. He's always just been. Cincinnati does not inspire greatness. No, they do When not. will they learn? Ohio needs to be when given to When will they math. learn that your actions have consequences? What is that from? It's a vine. <laughs> You're a terrible human being. Yes, I am. Uh, now, now, now we're going to the San Diego Giants because apparently SDG is their abbreviation. Fucking stupid shit. Melvin Ingram. I fucking hate you so No, much. you don't. It's a lie. You say that, but I love you so much, I hate you consistently. That's fair. That's fair. Melvin Ingram, defensive end for the San Diego Giants. Fantastic hit. God, I, I missed it, too. I fucking <laughs> missed it. I just rolled right over it and let it happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a colossal hit. Yeah. Um, nailing it. If only the Jets were smart enough. If only. They weren't, though. They they rarely they ever were. have shown the propensity to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea who this next person is. Shay McClellan, 
was never great for Chicago. Honey, what can we name our child to display his Irishness? Yeah, the super Irish Shane McClellan. Is he black? No, he actually is white. That should okay. tell you how much I know about this guy. I was going to say, like, if he was black, I would laugh my ass off. I genuinely thought he was black. Shows me how much I stereotype these players. Yeah, I was um, going to say, Shane McClellan's a super Irish name. Yeah, and I just immediately assumed he was black because he got drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, pal, but that doesn't mean you're actually good at football. I, I assume everyone with an Asian last name is Japanese in baseball. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there you go. That's how it goes. Or um, or Korean. I'm really good with the Korean last names because you know I spent a lot of time around the Korean people. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, I mean, I do a Korean martial art. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's just not many Koreans in Hunterdon County that Matori. The one friend that we have that's Asian. No, I have other Asian friends. You might not have other Asian friends. I got other Asian friends. Yeah, I don't think I have any other Asian friends. Hey, Matt. Hey, <laughs> hey bud. Do you uh, listen to this podcast? He doesn't. Yeah. Kendall right. Wright, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Uh, I mean, we didn't even go over Shane McClellan. But do we need to? No, he sucks. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Kendall Wright. White boys in the NFL. Uh, Kendall Wright's a miss. Uh, he showed a little bit of promise, but Baylor wide receivers are rarely good, and he is no exception. Uh, this is a mess. Uh, the 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 NWEs Chandler they drafted Chandler Jones. Uh, why do I remember Chandler Jones being with Arizona? Because he plays for Arizona. That's why. There it is. Um, they traded him for like an offensive tackle, offensive guard. Sure. Um, so I then a miss for for New England, no matter what. No, he actually was really, really fucking good for New England. When, how long did he play for New England? Four years. Was it that long? Yeah, I think he's only played two or three in the Sunshine State. Um, He was in New England for four seasons, went to a Pro Bowl, had over, let's see, so 12, 24, 34. Um, he had like 35, 36 sacks for New England. I don't know why I'm so bad at retaining people's team lineage in the NFL. Like I, I know I'm not bad at it because right. I can do it for baseball, but wow, can I not do that shit for, for football. Okay. Yeah, no, he was still really good for them um, even when he played there. I actually want to see what if they have what the trade was. So uh, he was traded by the Patriots to the Cardinals for a second-round pick and Jonathan Cooper, who I think was drafted in 2014. He was. Um, he's not very good, but it was a good trade at the time, supposedly. Dre Kirkpatrick? Is that where we're at? No, no. we are past Dre Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Brandon, uh, Brandon Whedon. Cleveland had a very bad draft this year. Um, so I don't know if you know this. Brandon Whedon is the oldest person to be ever drafted in round one. And without look, don't look at your computer. How old do you think he was? 27. He was 28. They drafted a 28-year-old rookie quarterback. Remember that time? Andrew Luck, I think, is 28 now. Do you remember that time that, uh, I believe it was Tampa Bay, tried to draft John Wayne when he was 16? What? You never heard about this? What? The Bucks tried to draft John Wayne in the first round. And he was like 68 years old. Are you looking it up right now? No, I was looking up Andrew Luck's age. He's 29. I'm going to look it up because I'm I'm like rather certain that that John the, Wayne... The Bucks did this? 
I believe it was. I believe it was. The, it was either them or the Falcons. I Why are the say, Bucks so bad at drafting? Um, oh wait, it was the Falcons. Sorry, it was the Falcons. All right. Bucks, um, you're still bad at drafting. They but are a still bad less at, so. at drafting. Uh, oh, okay. This is not the first round. Uh, so during round seventeen. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a little forgivable. Now. After Falcons coach Norm Van Brocklin yelled to his staff, "Do we want the roughest, toughest sob in the draft?" The team drafted then sixty-four-year-old actor John Wayne of Fort Fort Apache State. Uh, John Wayne actually attended University of South California and was a member of the USC Trojans football team. Uh, NFL Pete Rozelle disallowed the selection that's fucking hilarious you never do this no yeah yeah this is a real thing in the 1972 nfl draft that's i wish more shit happened like that today i mean granted we don't have 17 rounds of the draft but that would be fucking hilarious if shit like that happened like drafting uh arizona (laughs) drafting arizona cardinals quarterback uh, Kyler Murray in the first round of like the MLB draft. That'd be hilarious. Funny, yeah. It'd be nah, really fuck off. You fucking that'd piece be, of shit. That'd be that'd be hilarious. You are just like the worst person ever. <laughs> what a joke. That'd be like uh, that'd be like trading Russell Wilson to the Yankees. I'm gonna blow my brains out. You're gonna blow something. So we're up to uh, uh, Riley. Uh, in case you guys Riley didn't Reef. notice, Brandon Whedon was not a hit. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying that a 28-year-old didn't break out into the NFL? Who would have thunk that? Wow, what a sh- what was their reasoning for that? Honestly, <laughs> at the time, people did not know. <laughs> it's only age to be more confusing. Yeah. I, what? Who's Riley Reef? Uh, Is tackle. he good? He was okay. He wasn't very good. So we call that a miss? Yeah, that'll be a miss. And then who's David DeCastro? All pro get left guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Arguably the left the best left guard in the NFL currently. That was a tough sentence for That was a tough one. That was rough. Uh I missaid almost every word. Um uh, yeah, yeah. Uh David DeCastro, who's uh, the guard selected by Pittsburgh. I was about to say Penguins. Steelers. Uh, the <laughs> I'd love to see that man play hockey. 24th. I'd love to see most athletes who are not hockey players play hockey. Jalen Ramsey. Like be hilarious. Jalen Ramsey said he would. How much would you give to see Mike Trout play hockey? Ooh, I'd pay I'd pay a lot. I mean, not me personally because I don't have any money, but like as how a much, society, I would say we should much, pay a lot. How much would you love to see Albert Pujols play hockey? I would much rather see Bartolo Colon play hockey. I'm trying to go with current MLBers. Ooh, you know who I'd love to see? I'd love to see um, Zach Greinke up against Max Scherzer in a, like a playoff <laughs> hockey game because I think those two might kill each other. What if we had like Williams Astaldio in there? I'm not sure what I would make of Williams. I, I feel like he'd have he'd to be have goalie. to be good at it. I feel like he'd have to be goalie, and he'd be good at it. You're right. He's just know, good you know at why? everything because he has a good contact percent, and so he'd get a piece of everything. <laughs> So he lets up seven goals, but he gets his glove on it every time. No, it's just he'll get deflection. It'll be deflection city. Nothing's getting by. Everything's soft contact. I mean, I don't disagree with you for once. You know, I think he'd be a fantastic. You finally goalie. seen the light. Oh Jesus! 
so our next our next uh, Dante Hightower linebacker selected by the Patriots with the twenty fifth overall pick. I'm actually gonna say he's still a hit, even though they traded him. I will as well. He seems to be England. relatively important in their Super Bowl victories. Yeah, and I mean, Belichick is always known for trading guys or releasing guys before their time is up. And I'll just leave that up to Bill Belichick. But I still think he was a hit. Yeah, it's tough since New England moves pe- moves players relatively frequently. Um, merciful white man. Oh, Whitney Merciless. Okay. Uh, defensive end. Started by the Houston uh, Tejans. The 26th overall pick. Uh, converted to outside linebacker. He is now a consistent all-pro selection. I would say it's a definite hit. Yeah, especially uh, this late in the first the, round. Yeah, absolutely a key member of uh, the Texans' defense. A hopefully burgeoning team. Yes. this the, Actually, the back end of this draft is phenomenal compared to the top end. Tell me about um, Kevin Zeitler, who I can only assume is very white. Um Traded from Cincinnati to the Browns, and then most recently traded to the Giants. This just in, Kevin Zeitler, very white. Very white, yeah. and also very good at his job. Uh, I can tell by his smile. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Um, he's very good. Uh, I would still say he's a hit. Um, I, Well, if he got traded away from Cincinnati, I guess you can't say he's a hit for Cincinnati. Hit as a player, but missed for Cincinnati? Um, I think he still played a decent amount of time in Cincinnati. Uh, let's see. He played five seasons there. Oh, then that's a hit. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, that's When totally you said traded, I assume he you got traded much earlier. Actually, he might have just been signed by Cleveland as a free agent. Oh, five I'm years would take him through back. his rookie contract. Yeah, especially if they picked up his option, which it looks like they did. All right, the uh, the, 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 the GNB, the, the, that, that good national, uh, I'm out of words, um, Blockbuster, the 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 green, <laughs> green. Keep going. Nations, people. Mm-hmm. Correct. Keep going. Yeah, uh, the Green Bay Packers selected defensive end Nick Perry. I don't know who this is. Yeah, he's not. Um, this is a miss because I don't know the name. Yep, he was not uh, not a notable player for Green Bay. Minnesota with the 29th pick selected Harrison Smith defensive back. I know this name, which makes him a hit. <laughs> Again, all pro guy, uh, one of the best strong safeties in the NFL. Tremendous at playing in the box. Uh, multiple Pro Bowl and All Pro selections. Uh, Uber hit. Uh, the 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 <laughs> the uh, San Francisco uh, orangutans. That's what I'm going for with this. Oh, that they've shoved in here. Selected. If anyone is still listening to this, I applaud you for your commitment to us. They selected uh, AJ Jenkins, which is a just an okay name, decent name. AJ Green's better. AJ Hawk is better. It'd be better if AJ Green was Jewish. He's not though. He should be, as Why? we all should be. Change his last name to Greenberg. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> no. That last episode too. You say it a lot. I do. Yeah, I like saying it. You say it a lot for a guy who doesn't go to church. Yeah, no, I'm very much agnostic. Uh, AJ Jenkins seems like a bust. Yeah, no, he did not really do much of anything. I'm curious as to your take on this next one though, Doug Martin. For he was the- a hit. He put up a lot of really great seasons. Uh, he didn't have the longest consistent career, but for the Bucks, he was is he tremendous. With the Raiders now. Uh, yes. 
Um, he played, let's see, he played six years for Tampa, two Pro Bowls, an All-Pro. Had Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I didn't realize he only had... He was had, pretty up or down, though, wasn't yeah, he? Like, yeah. His Remember first whole season... Thing was, it was like mediocre and then great and then yeah. mediocre and then great. I am going to eat my... I don't know the idiom that I'm trying to say. Eat your words. Eat my words and take it back. Uh, his rookie year... 1,450 yards, 11 touchdowns, um, with another 472 yards receiving and another touchdown. Sophomore what were his slump. passing stats? Uh, passing stats? Uh, it actually doesn't say, believe it or not. Oh, I see. Started all 16 games. His second season, he only played in six and was only able to rack up 450 yards and one touchdown. Came back his third year, played in only 11 games, but still only put up 494 yards along with two touchdowns. Year four, 16 games started, 1,400 yards rushing, rushing, six touchdowns, another 271 yards, yada, yada, yada. He had two good seasons. That's really all the note he has. I think games started is a fun expression. You know yeah. why? Why? Because I imagine, like, so, uh, you know, uh, I forgot his name already. Doug Martin st- uh, started 16 games last season. I pictured Doug Martin calling his friends, like, you guys want to play? <laughs> like, Doug Martin walked in the field was like, all right, all right, you guys are on that team. We're going to be this team. You know, he sent out a Facebook invite. <laughs> Who started this game? It was Doug. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Unreal. Like every um, time I <laughs> every time I hear it, like, ah, oh, Gary Sanchez started eighty games last season. I go, good for him. How many did he play? <laughs> I can't. I can't right now. He started fires. He started. He started watching a movie. He started games. Those are all things that sounds like you instigate them. I'm gonna let you take this last guy. Uh, yeah, I'll fight him. David Wilson. Wow. The I mean, I've experienced some some interesting uh, New York Giant running backs, and I d- do not remember this man. Did he play? I think it says here he stopped playing in 2014. Yeah, he did not play very long. Uh, so then I don't think we need to talk about him, do we? No, he only had 500 career rushing yards. That's uh that's, five career games. Uh, that that's that's more than we got. Yeah, not by much though. Yeah, I'm sorry. He had 21 career games. I don't want to upset david wilson sitting at home listening to us <laughs> yeah. we'd be honored to have him on the show yeah i mean this was outside of the first round there was definitely some value here um mitchell Swartz, all pro taken early in the second round janoris jenkins alshon jeffrey bobby wagner all in the second round along with levante david rock lobster <laughs> kalechius assembly Vin Curry. Now on the Jets. Yeah. Trumaine Johnson. Let's see what else we got here. Olivier Vernon in the the third round. Russell Wilson in the third round. If only he was available instead of 28-year-old Brandon Whedon. No, but he's too short. Oh, yeah. You know, Tyron Crawford, Mohamed Sanu, Nick Foles, Akeem Hicks, T.Y. Hilton, Lamar Miller. You know you're just reading names now. Yeah. This has gone on for too long. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but, you know, us going through... 10 minutes of abbreviations for team names was uh right on to on uh point 
At least that's a discussion. This is just this is just you flexing your literacy. I'm just saying other good players that were in this draft that weren't in the first round. And here's a bunch of names. I'm done. <laughs> Episode over. I'm not saying goodbye to you guys. Uh, Fuck you, people. Don't insult the people. They did nothing wrong to that. Yeah, the people did everything wrong. They existed. Corbin is not the people's champ. No, I am not. Fuck the people. I'll be a heel for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna go body slam some peep, some patrons. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't body slam nine year old. Good one. Sandusky could. <laughs> oh, how's it? How's it? How's it taste? <laughs> Suck my dick. All right, if you uh, <laughs> you still want to follow us on Twitter, <laughs> you can do so. At Juicing Pod. If you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at Juicing the Numbers at gmail.com. If you want to find show notes, and I eventually get there. You can do that at Juicing the Numbers.website.com slash website until Thursday. Y'all have a good one.